This is the weekly sales meeting for the week of August 28th, 2022. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or just go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is about people. The people you meet, the people that are honest, and the people that are dishonest. We're going to talk about nine liars and one friend. If you are in sales or any outward-facing business, the lifeblood of activity is setting appointments. These appointments are your way of filling your pipeline with opportunities. And whether you use the telephone, social media sites, or carrier pigeon, the success rate of appointment setting is dropping. Even with some people you are close with, they will say yes to you and then no-show or ghost you altogether. As sellers, we mostly remain quiet as these events unfold. Most people were raised to be polite so we do not call people out for their bad behavior. Something triggers this idea that we will never sell anything to this person if we point out their mistreatment and abuse of our time, effort, or energy. There is some truth to this. You call someone out and you are scorching the earth. In my selling days, I would ask prospects and customers if they are writing this appointment down in pen or pencil. This is the modern electronic age. I can be more sophisticated with my approach. I will send them a calendar invite with a specific goal for the meeting. It will say, meeting with Chris Fleming about improving your closing ratio. It is a specific meeting time with a specific meeting goal. Does that make it more binding or less binding? I would like to think more, but I still encounter liars. Yet, I have built a piece of leverage into the wheel. If it happens that I get stood up, I can reference the specifics of our meeting and use guilt and shame. Those tactics give me the opportunity to either book more binding appointments or call a competitor. Some people are pessimists and others are optimistic. Myself, I'm a realist, meaning I am optimistic about my own abilities, but pessimistic about others' responses. This dose of realism tells me I need many people in various stages of development to be successful. So, we endure. We continue to push forward. As sellers, we should continue to operate with integrity, and we should continue to search for like-minded customers who feel the same way. The ones that operate outside the field of integrity, we look to replace with ones who will. Leslie Calvin Brown is a politician and motivational speaker. Les Brown, to his followers, says, Honor your commitments with integrity. To be the trusted advisor in legal or financial matters, real estate or advertising sales, our word needs to be true. Those that operate in the world of the untrue never last. This is the difference between winners and losers. Dennis Waitley wrote the book, The Psychology of Winning. He talks about this differential. He says losers make promises they often break. Winners make commitments they always keep. To be a trusted advisor, keep your commitments. My first sales manager told me, say what you do and do what you say. At the time, it sounded like he was borrowing from Dr. Seuss, but he had a point. If you're going to be famous for something, let it be that. Be known for following through on the commitments you make to your clients and prospects. They will not stick around for someone who does not. Would you? How long would you put up with liars? For half a century, Bernard Baruch was one of the richest and most powerful men in the United States. He would later become a U.S. statesman. He helped negotiate the Paris Peace Accord, which ended the First World War. While he is famous for the last act, he is known for being a great businessman. He said, don't try to buy at the bottom and sell at the top. It can't be done except by liars. And you don't want that to be what you are known for. You want to be on the other side of the ledger. One where people can trust what you say will come to fruition. You want to be the one people can count on to deliver when it comes down to crunch time. My memory skills are terrible, 
Part of that is age-related, I'm sure. The other part is surviving brain surgery, but I only use that excuse when I need it. I must write everything down to keep it. It is how I process information. Retention by writing. The English politician Algernon Sidney once stated, Liars need to have good memories. I would hate to imagine a world where I operate in a web of deceit. I am sure I would trip on myself. Mark Twain said, If you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. The problem with that these days is even the truth becomes difficult to recall. What I had for breakfast becomes a challenge. What did I walk in the room for? Where are my keys? You get the point. In the selling world, hold yourself to a higher standard. Hold your prospects and customers to the same. Ask for the truth. It is the basis point for a good working relationship. Remove the barriers to receiving the truth. Let them know what you will do and how you operate up front. Be thorough and convincing when you lay out a plan for working together. Ask your prospects and customers to do the same. It is reciprocity and it is a basic human condition. When someone does something for us, like tell the truth, we feel obligated to do the same. Unless we are narcissists. Those will have trouble in the business-to-repeat-business selling world. In a world based on relationships and trust, it is hard to sustain your business as a fraud. When you set appointments for your business, make sure you can weed out the liars and search for friends. During this exercise, the ratio at best is 9 to 1. For every friend you meet, you will encounter 9 liars. We can wish it were not the case, but it is. Do not take it as a personal affront, but do work to weed those people off your account list. You know you have arrived when you can cut out the liars. When you first start selling, this is a daunting task. You think you will never be able to choose your customers. As your skills get better, your confidence level improves, as does your vision. Then you can spot the difference between players and liars. Your ratio could be better than 9 to 1. Understand that for the nine liars you meet, you will make one friend, and that should restore your faith in human nature. I have released a new book on leadership called You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room. It is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you read, please think about ordering one or two. You can find it by going to cdmediaconsulting.com.